one of the driving forces behind BitCentral's acquisition of PowerTV is the emerging need for complex multi-distribution strategies. I discussed the opportunity with executives from both companies. This is Colin Dixon with Endscreen Media, and I'm speaking with Greg Morrow, who is GM of of the streaming media group at BitCentral. Greg, welcome. Thanks, Colin. Uh, Pleasure to be here. And Akshay Arvapali, who is president of Power TV. Akshay, welcome. Yeah, thank you. And we're going to be talking about multi-distribution strategies this morning. I think this is probably one of the most important things that service providers are beginning to think about this year. I think there's a general general understanding now that having a single distribution point for your content is not really optimizing the value of that content. And the smaller a provider is, I think the more essential it is that they really that use multiple distribution points to uh, to distribute their and monetize their content. So that's going to be our topic for this morning. Um, but before we get started, I want to ask Greg if he would just real quickly introduce BitCentral. Yeah, thanks, Colin. Uh, BitCentral has been around for 20 years, building workflow and automation technology for the broadcast industry, primarily focused on news production and news systems. If you think about news production, the news is produced every day. It's dynamic. It's high volume. And, and we've built systems um, to allow publish, publishers to organize that content, assimilate it, and represent it out in a broadcast environment. And then a number of years ago, um, the team um, at BitCentral and Fred Forche, the founder, really thought there was an opportunity to bring some of that broadcast native approach into a digital environment. And the development of fuel was the was the genesis of that product. So, really bringing TV like elements, dynamic transitions, automated playlist development from that news production and kind of that daily grind um, of that of that experience to a digital environment, um, and the, it's flourished under that development. Boy, we we see that in the news. Even just yesterday, ABC announced that they were bringing their local TV stations. So many of their local TV stations are online finally. Uh, so um, yeah. that there's an illustration that that's a, definitely a thing. Um, Akshay, why don't you introduce Power TV, and then we can talk talk a little bit about why the two of you have decided to get together and how this is so important in the world of multi distribution. So Akshay, tell us about Power TV. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Power TV is effectively an all-in-one solution to launch your own streaming service. Um, be it me, you're a content owner on YouTube or Vimeo, um, or you're a production house with lots of movies and series content. Um, we built this platform to agnostically pull content in from anywhere. Um, we have a YouTube crawler that we are able to pull content from and not really break any workflows. Um, and we keep that automated to continue um, pulling all the necessary metadata and updated episodes on a periodic basis. Um, so we we took that concept of pulling content in and build out beautiful native app experiences across different platforms, um, whether it be on mobile or Apple TV, Roku, uh, Fire TV, et cetera. And uh, we saw the importance of kind of, and of bringing your content uh, and uh, distributing it anywhere and everywhere. 
Very good. So, so let's talk about distributing anywhere and everywhere, which I think is very prescient. There are lots of opportunities now for service providers to monetize in different ways. For example, Fasts, the emergence of Pluto TV, um, and uh, Samsung TV Plus, and, and those streaming linear channels is one great example. They've been growing very fast, as, as has um, Avod. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about um, how you go about supporting those, particularly the live, Greg. That seems to be particularly important, right? You And you have some specific features that really allow the full gamut of, of mm-hmm. linear to be supported in streaming, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, Colin, prior to joining BitCentral and kind of going to the B2B side, I had been involved in digital publishing from a publisher perspective for over 20 years. And so we've seen the world of digital publishing increase in complexity from one browser to multi-browsers, from browsers to mobile um, applications in 2007 to distributing to social and now fast and CTV. So we've seen as the complexity of the ecosystem increase it creates even more challenges, but both challenges and opportunities for the publishers. And what Fuel's done, um, you know, that's really complementary to Power, is built a um, a video asset management system that can manage live and on demand content and mix those together in a seamless experience. And so, we took a lot of that broadcast heritage knowledge, broadcast workflow knowledge, brought it into the digital environment and brought a unique twist to that. And so we, what we've seen with that is you turn a kind of an on-demand experience in a traditional kind of VOD experience into a lean back experience. And, and that increases um, average session times, user engagement, user, user satisfaction. So if you're in an AVOD model, that increases the number of ad opportunities you can generate around that consumer. If it's an SVOD or TVOD model, you increase customer satisfaction and reduce churn. So that really, you, you really have the full ability, just like a traditional broadcaster, to program your channels uh, by day part with, you know, you can do live news at 11 if you want and, and uh, uh, insert VOD assets, um, all, all supported by advertising, right? Yeah, absolutely. And one of the advantages of the system is once you set up a dynamic playlist, as you add new content into the system, it automatically regenerates that playlist without manual intervention. And so really, one of the things you know, we as a principal of the company think about workflow and productivity of the creator. And so this ability for them to set up a playlist, set up the rules, but then just bring content in and have it continuously updated was very important in the news industry with a high volume of right. content. But we think it's really applicable to a lot of other industries, sports and highlights. And we've done some work in showcasing uh, in that environment. So w- based on that kind of high volume, we've made that, that workflow really efficient for the publisher. And, and when you're bringing those assets in, when you're ingesting those assets, you, you are able to actually enhance the metadata, which is absolutely critical, right? Because without good metadata, there's no chance that your content is going to be found. So, so tell us about how you go about um, enhancing the metadata as you ingest. Absolutely. So um, we do, we, we're doing something that's somewhat unique. I haven't seen it in a lot of other platforms is each file that's ingested, we generate a speech-to-text file and we sync that to the audio so that you have a transcript 
of the audio of, of the video. And so that allows the publisher to do a number of things. If you, you know, it, it allows us to enhance the metadata with auto generating of, of tags based on a machine learning algorithm that can be used for both an editorial process and an advertising process. If you think about the, um, the world we're heading into is more cookie list. So contextual targeting around content is going to be more important. Um, but in addition, um, we allow the publisher to search for find content either on an aggregate basis across a set of clips or, or within the clip to basically search for a key term um, and, and, and scrub to the, that particular point in the video. We've seen it's a massive increase in productivity for the publisher to kind of find and program content from a big, from a big library. Yeah, and, and that metadata, having metadata at that resolution is so important uh, because so many people now are using voice search and text search to, to find the assets that they're looking for. And if you don't, if you don't have the right term in your metadata, then your content just simply can't be found. So uh, actually, let me, let me turn to you here. Um, one of the interesting things is that you also allow somebody that might be starting from YouTube yeah. to, to move into multi distribution. Talk, talk to us about how you do that. Yeah, so, um, you know, we originally set out to uh, have the ability to pull in content, um, you know, as easy as possible, making it as seamless as possible. And we saw so many content creators out on YouTube, all deserving their own kind of streaming service platform um, so that, you know, they're not just locked into YouTube and their audience there. They, they should be able to kind of monetize and uh, reach out to their audience in several other platforms um, on their own dedicated space. So, we built a crawler mechanism that effectively links their YouTube channel um, and where we pull in all the public videos that they have. Um, and uh, we even crawl the necessary metadata, you know, descriptions, uh, titles, thumbnails, and even parse through their comments of their popular videos. Um, you know, we found that a lot of people on YouTube uh, for example, leave time-stamped comments saying, hey, check this out at 45 seconds. This part is amazing. Um, we took that and parsed those comments into what we call time-stamped moments on our platform so that a user can, while they're watching the same content on our platform, they have a different experience of kind of browsing and jumping to different uh, uh, highlighted moments that uh, the, is already um, uh lifted into the platform um, so that the users can can engage with and create gifs off of gifs off of uh you know those highlighted popular moments as well. Well I can see how those timestamp moments just fit hand in glove with uh, your ingest capabilities, Greg at BitCentral. That's a that's a really great uh, marriage there. I think that will work very, very well. Um, let, let's talk about the other most important part of this, and that's monetization. So uh, it's not just enough, of course, to do subscriptions anymore. We have to be much more fleet of foot that, with that. We need to be able to do advertising supported. We need to be able to do transactional. Um, your platform, the two of you together now, you support it all, right? That's right. Yeah. Um, Power TV has the ability to um, create subscription video on demand, um, you know, the Netflix style access full uh, uh, content behind paywalls. Um, we have the ability to monetize just specific pieces of content, pay-per-view style and even AVOD um, where we're uh, 
at adding in any kind of, uh, you know, supportive vast tags um, in an environment to uh, to add in add insertion on a frequency and offset. So that's pretty much customizable anywhere. And Greg, you you really handle this on the distribution side, right? Yeah, I mean, we, um, you know, one of the things we thought was really powerful about the the power platform is that both flexibility of distribution and bringing in a complementary suite of endpoints. We really think that the two most critical decisions that a publisher makes are where am I going to place my content and how I'm going to monetize it. And so with Akshay, they brought a, a um, and the power team brought a really robust uh, suite of applications. And then we're bringing that for linear and file-based syndication to um, aggregator partners. And so we really thought that that gives the publisher an ability to kind of manage once, distribute many, and have that flexibility of choice of their monetization model, both kind of, you know, AVOD from a standpoint of their own monetization or AVOD for downstream monetization via a distribution partner. And, uh, you know, it sounds to me like you must have a pretty robust content management system here to manage the videos through the workflow. Yeah, absolutely. So from a, from a bit central standpoint, you know, we manage, you know, 20, 30,000 news files across our system every single day. So it's a real high volume, high capacity, um, broadcast management infrastructure and you know the robust kind of rules management around embargoes and distribution geolocation we have a lot of geoblocking and content restriction capabilities um, and that's really complemented by the robust um, file ingestion from you know social platforms that the power has so we bring really you know, a digital native and a broadcast native kind of file ingestion and file management ethos and together. And I think that combination really sets us apart. Yeah. So it really sounds like uh, Power TV and BitCentral together, you're providing a much, much better one-stop shop for creation of an O&O and multi-distribution. It sounds like you've got all the bases covered for your potential, your, your customers, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. One of the things that I saw as a digital publisher is, is you have to today in today's world, you have to string together a whole suite of vendors. I need a CMS vendor. I need an OVP vendor for my on-demand. Maybe I need a live stream vendor. I need a fast vendor and a CTV vendor. And what I've seen is that you know, when, you, when you try to integrate and bring those pieces together, Sometimes you get kind of the, the vendors pointing at each other saying, you know, not me, not me. Yeah. And so what we really saw as an opportunity is to really manage once, distribute many, and really have, allow a publisher to have a modular approach to management. If they want to start with apps, we can, we can stand up apps, but we've been, when they're ready to distribute to fast or uh, distribution environments, we can do that seamlessly. Um, and and kind of snap that that capability together. So we're, we're it's not required. We're not creating a lock in, but we're creating an opportunity for efficiency um, for the for the publisher. And last question is um, one of the things I'm, I'm expecting to happen this year is for particularly SVOD providers and smaller SVOD providers with large libraries to start to monetize those in new new ways through fasts. Uh, for example, creating cha- linear channels out there with some of their library content. Is that something that you're seeing? A hundred percent. And you know, one of the things that um, I spoke to a, 
a publisher that has a very large um, SVOD subscription, one of the things they said about Fast is, so you're telling me that I can market my SVOD service and get paid for the for the benefit of doing that? So really, I think the Avon and the Fast distribution, if managed well, is a real audience development or audience engagement approach that then can drive that kind of subset of the most enthusiast customers down into the SVOD experience. And so I think that both from a diversity of business model, diversity of audience, um, but also that cross-pollination uh, opportunity is there. And I think that that's a really um, exciting and valid point. Great. So so this has been a great conversation, guys. Um, it sounds like uh, BitCentral and Power TV together is right where that it needs to be to help customers with multi-distribution models. So Akshay and Greg, thank you both so much for spending time with us. Yeah, thanks, Matt. Appreciate it, Colin. Thank you. Thank you. And this has been Colin Dixon with Endscreen Media. We'll see you again next time. This podcast is a production of Endscreen Media, all rights reserved.